Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. Now you know why he was born. And for this cause came I in the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate said unto him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews, and said unto them, I find no fault at all. I can't find any fault. Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. How glorious and majestic you are in this building. We worship you. We adore you. We're here because of you. Take the remainder of this service that belongs to you. Bless the message and the word as we seek your attendance in Jesus' name. My title is Valiant for Truth. Shake somebody's hand and say, Are you valiant for truth? Praise ye the Lord. The world is hostile against Christianity. The Bible is a target of attacks by men in high places, principalities and powers and rulers of darknesses. Every day, lift up their lips and their pens and attack the validity and the authenticity of the Bible. Truth is on attack. Truth is, in many countries, including Canada, falling to the street. And my question is, where are the heroes of our faith? Where are the Stephens? Where are the Apollos? who spoke openly, unashamedly, about Jesus. Acts 18 said he did. Unashamedly, openly spoke about Jesus. Where are the Phillips who go down to Samaria and preach Christ where he was never mentioned and cause devils to have tears and weeping? and joy among those that were liberated. I hear a story told. Uh, what I said in this meeting, this guy tells a story, and he said that a lady had a pet, a python snake. you got to be crazy to have a snake. Anybody with a snake as a pet, you know they're not altogether here. There's something wrong with them. You hang around long enough, you realize they're not okay. They're strange people. Hallelujah. Praise God. But she took this python to the doctor. She said, Doctor, something is wrong with my snake. For a whole week now, he's not eating. He will not eat. I try to feed him, and he will not eat his favorite dish. In fact, he's emptying out his stomach. Tell me what is wrong, sir, with my pet. He said, woman, the truth is, he plans to eat you and make a room for you. He wants more room inside of him to swallow and eat you up. And that's why he's not sick. You're just in trouble and don't know it. How many people are petting a snake today. The serpent. God spoke of the serpent in a derogatory term. In Genesis. In Revelation, it's called a serpent, the old dragon. The 20th chapter of the book of Revelation. And I'm amazed how people jokingly write the number on their bodies. Six, six, six. I'm amazed how all that God calls an abomination, we embrace. We embrace things that God calls 
abomination. Even in the church, women and men will fight to do that which is abominable to God. And they will force preachers not to stay with the truth, but will cause preachers to compromise and prophesy smooth things and turn a blind eye to abomination when it creeps in on them and on the church and they think they got a pet going. But church, let me tell you, truth is not free. Truth costs something. Truth set men free. And the Lord said, I came in this world to bear witness of truth. I come to bear witness of the truth. And Pilate asked the most important question anybody should ask, what is truth? And he's looking at Jesus, who days ago said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father except by me. And if any man come in any other way, then by the way of the straight gate and the narrow way, he's a thief and a robber and a counterfeit and an imitator. He's not the real mediator. I want the church to know that ever may fool some of us most of the time. Ain't nobody can fool all of us all the time. There are some people that know the difference between a counterfeit and the genuine. I was thinking this morning that when you go buy gold, you have to be well informed. They can sell you fool's gold. And if you don't know how to test and check it out, some sleight of hand could sell you an imitation, a counterfeit. And I must confess, a lot of people have been fooled thinking they've got gold. All they had was fool gold. Even a pearl, a pearl, they can sell you a counterfeit pearl. You've got to know how to check it out, how to test it. Otherwise, they can pass it off on you. Just go on the street and see people are selling at, at, at basement price. Their price tell you is not right. Amen. I want to tell you, there's no discount in salvation. There's no discount price in the church. He will not change the price tag. Hallelujah. I said God has one price, and that price is fixed. Delivered once to the saints. And it doesn't matter who ate and who don't want it. It's still the same price. It's taken or leave it. Can you come back to the Lord? Diamond can be pawned off to you as genuine, as false. But people were informed. They would be. I remember I was in Nigeria coming home, and there was a big lineup. It was about the time when I missed my plane, and I hoped to get back home, and I missed the date, etc. But there's a big, heavy lineup to come to the to, to Europe, and there were men out there with special spyglass looking like this, and they were checking out passports. It didn't bother me one bit because I know what I have was tried and proven. I knew mine was genuine. It was checked out. But they came to one guy and looked at his passport. He could not tell there was a counterfeit. It looked normal to the natural eye. It passed the test of the, the natural untrained eye. But the gentleman who was familiar with counterfeit, he, he said, this is not genuine, sir. This is false. And you can't go along with this. You have a choice. Go home or go to jail. So he told him, go to jail or go home right now and leave this passport in my hand. The guy said, no. He said, okay, then you're going to jail. So he called for another official who came by and make a check and said, this is a fraud. It's a counterfeit. I'm telling you, fool, you can't fool God's people. Try the Spirit. See if they're of God. Believe not every spirit. God gave us a microscope. To check the fine print. To see if it's genuine. Amen. And I watched the young man. He finally decided to leave and go home. Because they'll put him in jail. And they tell me, you don't want to go to a Nigerian jail because there's rats. Bugs. 
and it's terrible to go in that place. And he knows that. So he went right home. I'm going to tell you, friend, they're passing off to you Bibles, and you're not checking it out. You know, because like, you don't care, and you're not valuing for truth. But people were valuing for truth. It doesn't matter if it's genuine or revised. It doesn't matter if it's a perversion or God's version. It doesn't matter if it's the Word of God or just contain the Word of God. I'm going to tell somebody the truth is valuable. Truth will set you free from a devil's hell fire. Truth will set you free from a lake of fire. Truth will set you free from condemnation. Truth will set you free even from the devil's snare. When you have the truth, it set you free. He said, look, what is truth? They tell me Pilate died. A madman. The Bible said that the wife had a dream. And she woke up and screamed at him. Don't touch that man. <laughs> he is a righteous man. It's like somebody trying to flag down somebody on the highway. The bridge fell down there. And we're flagging you down. And we're saying, stop. Don't go any further. And you just put the pedal to the metal. And keep on going. But down the road, we hear a scream. You can't pull over into a precipice. Pilate was warned. Pilate, you're dealing with truth. This is not a normal man you're dealing with. This is no ordinary person. This is a righteous man. Do not touch it. Well, he did. He thought he could get a basin of water and wash his hand. I said, well, that's it. Oh, no, Pilate. You're not going to be cleaned by that. Only one way can be clean is by remission. <laughs> by remission. If that couldn't help the Jews, it won't help you either, Roman. Hello? And Pilate died a maniac, a madman. But his wife told him, what you're dealing with is truth. Let me tell you something, folks. When you begin to tamper with truth, the Bible says you should buy it, but don't sell it. Do everything in your power. Go in your bank account and buy the truth and don't sell it. You ever thought about the guy who's seeking for the pearl of great price? How would he know he found the genuine? The man seeking for the treasure of the field, how would he know he found the right field? He must have a specification. He must have a standard by which he checked out and validate that what I'm getting is not a fraud, it's not a counterfeit, it's genuine. Now, I go to New York quite often for church business, and when I go there, they've got with, with hands full of watches. I mean, way up here. They're illegal <laughs> vendors. Police coming on the takeoff running. That law should tell you you're dealing with counterfeit. False. Amen. They may not charge you taxes, friend. But when they take from your pocket, it's more than taxes. Hello. And the city watches look very nice and bright and sparkling. But it's not genuine gold. It's not real cushy uh, or what they call this, or, or what they call these special thing. It's all imitation. And people gullibly buy these things and fall for it. What is truth? I know what truth is. Preacher, preach it like it is. It doesn't matter what you feel about it. It doesn't matter who vote for it. It doesn't matter who stand for it. Just tell it like it is. Don't change it. Don't reverse it. Don't add to it. Don't dilute it. Leave it like it is. Deliver the package like God spoke it. God said it. That settles it. That's how you deliver it. That's what truth is. Leave it the way you found it. Hello? Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way, He's the truth, He's the door, and that He's the life. Now, I see people every day in McMurray. My heart pays me, but I can't convert them because they have no interest in truth. They're more caught up with emotions. They're more caught up, amen, with their culture more than they are with truth. 
and truth to many become offensive. That's why I said, you know, your friend won't tell you the truth. Your enemy will, but your friend won't. Because your friend doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Your friend wants to keep friendship going. So they'll hide the truth from you. But your enemy trying to hurt you end up telling you how bad you are. Tell you all your mistakes. And if you're smart, you realize you're getting a free consultation here. <laughs> They're pointing out what your friends won't tell you. Amen. And the psychologist says, go to any church but a Pentecostal church. Can ever remind you you're a sinner? My friend, I don't want my sins follow me to judgment. No siree. I want my sins go before me to judgment. I want to sell the account a long time ago. But when I stand before God, it's treasures I have. Amen. I'm not treason I face, my friend. I'm going to get the truth. Do all you can and get. And when you get, don't sell it. How destructive is lies? First of all, Satan didn't abode in the truth. People embrace Satan like that woman embraced the python snake. Well, the devil let me do it. And they laugh about it. But fool mocks of Satan. The devil never abode in the truth. He knows the truth. You know, the devil don't mind all these churches out there cursing because he knows he's got them. He knows he has them. But the devil told his little demons, you watch those Pentecostals down there. You watch those Jesus names down there. They are your real enemy. They plan to cast us out. They plan to bruise your head. They plan to go to heaven where you used to be. And what do we do? Fight them. Fight them in the church. Fight them in their sleep. Fight them in the street. Fight them in the school. And some of them are not sold out to truth. Look for those who are the, 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 the straddlers and the, the lukewarm and the backsliding heart. You can get those. They will sell out cheap. But there are some like Job. I want to tell you, Job says, Friend, Satan, you can't move me from my mark of integrity with God. Job took a stand with God. Not even Satan can move him. He tried to touch his, his inheritance. That couldn't move him. He used his wife. That couldn't move him. It used every boss and every health decay could. It didn't move him. I'm talking a man that was valiant for truth. Hey, he says, though God even might not might slay me, yet will I serve him. If you love truth, my friend, nothing can move you from your walk with God. Nothing can move you from your steadfast with God. Commitment is not maybe so. It is so. My friend, when your mind is made up, you act like antipas. You say, Satan, I'm against you. Satan, I'm your, I'm your enemy. We agree we are not together. We're going to fight all the way because I want truth and nothing but truth on the inward part. Hallelujah. Satan fell because of lies. I can never figure out how come one-third angels believed those lies. That made me shiver in my boot. That means I better know this truth and be settled. John said 18 times, I'm glad my kids are walking in the truth. Not only must I believe truth, I must walk in truth. Not only must I walk in truth, I must acknowledge truth. Not only must I, I, I must love truth. I must be committed to truth. And I must say like Apostle Paul, what will separate me from this truth? Some perils, some things present. Come on now, what's going to move me? He said, none of these things move me from the truth that I have in Christ Jesus. Church, this is the end time. Where do you stand? Let God and the devil knows which side you're on. Make up in your mind which side you're on. Are you for truth or are you just for half-truth? Half-truth is worse 
then, amen, no truth, hey, because it makes you feel good, amen, playing with a serpent, but that serpent in time will swallow you and eat you up. I want to tell you, church, the only place I want to see a devil in my life is a shotgun pointing at him and blow his head right off. I've got no pet for the devil except a bruised heel to hurt his head. Somebody say, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, truth set me free. From alcoholism, from addiction, truth set me from wickedness and sins and immoralities. Truth set me free from living a life that God hates and abomination. Thank God for truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thought about how errors can destroy people. Adam and Eve, the best of conditions there were. It's no different than being the church. This church is a garden of Eden. Hello, and there's good and evil in this church. You be surprised. There's good and evil in this church, but there's also a tree of life. People backslide right on the pews, right on the sound of a preacher. Mm. Hello, and we're told by the God, don't. And do. I was thinking about sin while I was away. One little sin can ruin my chance for a rapture. One little submission to the carnal flesh can cost me a robe of righteousness. It don't take much to take my crown off my head. And there's a lot of Amalekites out there to decrown us. Hello! And there are many witches of Endos who want to tell us what goes on in the underworld. Hello! But Adam and Eve, they lost the greatest privilege man ever had. And their privilege you never have. They talk to God face to face. But one little lie, thou shalt not surely die. You be careful of preachers who tell you it doesn't matter. You be careful of preachers who say you don't have to. Hello? Hello? Hey. They're doing their job pretty good. <laughs> Many shall follow their pernicious ways and fall into the condemnation of the what? The devil. The devil. He's not stupid. You think he's going to come looking like a, a, a wolf? No, my friend. In fact, the picture they draw of Jesus is reversed. That's the picture of the devil. Hello? The most ugliest person ever was born is Jesus Christ. If you think you're the ugliest person on earth, you're wrong. Take a look at the mirror one more time. Jesus Christ was a million times more uglier than you. And it's obvious the apostles were ugly too because they couldn't figure out who was who. So they almost have been pretty ugly. Hello. You know, I told you girls, don't look at this guy's face. That face can mess you up. Most serial killers are handsome guys. Most serial killers are, are the acceptable boys. Nice hair, nice looks, right kind of color eyes and nice white teeth. But they kill many girls who are silly women. Amen. Hallelujah. And the person they should embrace, they're scared of them. Amazing, isn't it? Don't push your religion on me. But you can push your dope on me. You can push, amen, all these other vices on me. Hallelujah. What robbed Esau of his birthright? The lies of Jacob. The devil would like to rob this church of his birthright. And not the how he does it. He come like Jacob does it. Jacob knew he can't fool his father. If he come open like he is. His dad would figure him out. Even though his eyes are dim. You know what he'd try to do? Amen. He put on <laughs> the coating. 
to deceive his dad because his dad made decisions based on emotions. Oh my God, come on now. And so he imitated the genuine and went to his father and said, Now, Daddy, I am. Hello. In other words, people walk through that door and say, Hey, I'm a Christian too. You fall for it? You're dumb. You can't walk in my family and say, I'm a Neil. I want to see your big toe. We've got a family toe. If you don't have the family toe, you ain't a Neil. If you give birth to a baby and the baby don't have the family toe, that's not our kid. I'm not sure where you got it from, but it's not from our stock. It's a family trait. And there's a family trait in this church. There's a, you don't like it, but it's true anyhow. There's a culture in this church. They took notice that been with Jesus. They talked like Jesus. Only when he swore and said, okay, you can't be one of them. He don't talk that way. Oh, somebody. You can tell by the way we walk that we got the Holy Ghost. You can tell by the way we talk we got the Holy Ghost. You can tell by the way we dress we got the Holy Ghost. You can tell by the way we live we got the Holy Ghost. It's all over me. It's keeping me alive in a world where people are dying. I'm living. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This preacher is not a harlan. I'm a messenger. I don't write the letter. I deliver it. That's all there is to church. Praise God. He says, I am Esau, your very son. <laughs> and he fell for it. He said, come here. Come here, come here boy. Let me show you that never works. Uh, come here. I can't see through clear, you know, because a sheep can only see so far. Only 10 feet a sheep can see. After that, it gets fuzzy. That's why a sheep needs shepherd. In every church, you can tell who the sheep on the shepherds are. You know, you know it? The pastor, now, we need some funds to build a church. And the ghost says, nah. And the sheep says, yeah. I can tell who the church is, right? The naysayers belong to the goats. Stay on that side left, please. Oh, son, let me see here. Mm, man, you feel like my very son, Esau. Now, who do you say you are? Oh, I am Esau. But your voice sounds like Jacob. Now, that's confusion. I would have more faith in the Koran than NIV Bible. I'd rather you buy the Koran than you buy the NIV Bible or the New Kingdom Version Bible. Because you know the Koran Bible is not from God. It's no threat. You know Muhammad is lesser than Jesus. You know Allah is not God. Jehovah is. So that, don't put, no fear in me, the Quran said, no fear. But it don't bother me, these new versions. Half truth. Half truth going to kill this guy. He said, well, you know, your voice sounds like Jacob. But it feels like Esau. Now, the Bible says, my sheep knows my feelings. My sheep knows my Voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He went by the feelings. Huh? Girls, most of you, when a guy falls, you know, you went by your feelings. You're not going by information. Because you wouldn't lay where you laid. Hello? Hello? And so, oh. But the voice sounded like Jacob. And when he gave it to him, he quickly walked away with it. He took advantage of his lack of insight. And took advantage of his weakness of depending on his emotion. Hello! And walked away 
with the birthright. And when Esau came, it's gone. How many people are going to wake up one morning and realize you didn't marry the Christ, you married the Antichrist? How many people are going to realize that the devil took you for a ride? Thank you. There are three kind of people in this church and every church I know of that have the truth. Amen. You want to know what they are? Ask the person, which one are you? Which one are you? I'll tell you right now, in this church, you're either hot for truth, cold towards it, or blessed God, lukewarm towards it. But you can't be all three. You're either hot, cold, or lukewarm. Let me give an example of what that means. Israel had a kingdom split by a wicked man called Jeroboam. Anybody who caused a church split is a Jeroboam. And only can deceive weak-minded people who don't know who their shepherd is. He said, my sheep followed me. And I know that they will not follow. Hallelujah. I'm not confused who my daddy is. I know my daddy. I don't care how many look like him. I don't care how many brothers he's got. I know my father. Hallelujah. We have a heavenly father today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The greatest warning in the Bible is let no man take your crown. That word no man means not even your husband or your wife. Or your children. Or your culture. Or your prime minister. That means you have a crown to be stolen from you. But the first thing that behead you first. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the Bible known that these kings, the worst guy I'm afraid of was Jehoshaphat. I had more fear for Jehoshaphat than I had for Ahab and Manasseh. Manasseh was wicked. Well, you see Manasseh, you know he's wicked. You're not guessing about him. But you couldn't tell where Jehoshaphat stands. He's neither hot or cold. He sit on the fence between the northern tribe and the southern tribe. The, the, the northern tribe are anti-God. Baal worshippers. Walked out on God. Called Golden Calf their gods. And there are 19 kings. Amen. That reign. They all come to power with the knife. Everybody else in the southern came to power by an anointing. It doesn't matter how you got in the church. Were you anointed or not? The Bible said the anointing which you have of the Holy Ghost, you have no need that no man teaches you. It's not scholarship that's going to help you. It's fellowship with the Lamb of God. And so the Bible said, Joseph would leave. Church, he would leave the south where the altar and the temple is and go down. No, he go down to the north, to the north side. It was not that the north side came to him, but he went to it. Let me tell you, there are bars in town here. They won't come to me. If you heard I'm in the bar, I went to it. You know what I said? He didn't come to me. I went to it. And wherever sin is committed, it don't come to you. You went to it. That, that's settling on you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know the sin don't come to us. We go to it. We fall for it. Amen. And Jehoshaphat went down there. And sat, come here, Caleb, again, please. 
Y'all get picked on. Change your height or something. See that right there. And I mean, Jehoshaphat sit beside this wicked king called Ahab. A God forsaken. Huh? Huh? Truth hating. Huh? Truth killer. Huh? And he sat right there and I came and joined him and said, Hey, brother. You're not calling him brother. That's the problem right there. Brother? Brother? We're the same father. Or the same mother. But I'm calling you brother. Mr. Number one. Number two. And he said to him, Now, come on. Yes, we're brother. You know, we serve, we serve the same cause. And we're, we're kings together. And they'll look all royal. And by this time, come here, my friend Marcus, come here. By this time, Thomas, come here, please. That's probably with age. Come here. Sit over there. I can blame age for all of You can't. Sit over there. Tom, Thomas, all right? Here you are sitting over there. You're going to become my kind of prophet. You have the truth. But this guy hates you. You know why he hates you? Because you don't tell him what he wants to hear. But he's got 850 guys who left the truth, became charismatic, sitting at his table, eating his hot dog and pork. Hello? <laughs> that no Jew's supposed to eat. Hello? Hallelujah. And so they're telling they're fed by him. So they're going to tell him what he wants to hear. And now he wants to do something. And really what he wants to do is the right cause, but he's not the man for the job. Hello. A lot of folks want to preach, and preaching is right. The gospel is right to be preached, but not by these guys. They're not God's messengers. They're stealing the word of God. You gotta know the truth. Amen. And so, he said, let's go to everybody Gilead. And he says, here's my proof. He brought in the 450 false prophets, and they said, what do you want to know, king? They said, the king wants to go. Tell him what he wants to hear. Go up to Gilead and prosper. You notice, truth is always outnumbered. We're always in the minority. It's always if you're so right, how can everybody else don't believe it? Now, friend, I learned from the Caribbean, if you're buying a horse, don't buy the horse that everybody bets on. Because the winning is too small. The one that pays the highest is the one nobody wants to bet, bet on. You bet on that because one day going to win. And when you win, it's a windfall. And it usually happens because there's some crooks out there that rig the race. But it didn't fool you because you're smaller than they are. You know they're rigging the race. Huh? For the underdog to win. Hello? Go up and prosper, Lord. Pastor, can I marry this unbeliever? Oh, yes, you can marry him. It doesn't matter. After all, you will save him. Really? Hello? Pastor, doesn't matter which Bible we're reading. I have a hard time understanding the and the thou. You know, can I get another Bible? Oh, yes, go ahead. Oh, Pastor, do, do I have to do all this? Do it, that's, that's the Old Testament. Do I really do it? Oh, you don't have to. Lord of mercy. I thought I heard a proverb say, too much honey is not good for you. Watch out for these yes guys. Yes, yes, yes. So you know what happened? The guy with the truth now, he sits here and church. Once, once you know the truth, you can't get away from it. I don't care how far you backslide. I don't care how far you go. No matter where you go in hell, that truth is still with you. You're not going to be normal. The most miserable person in the bar is a backslider. He knows you're going to kill him. He knows where he's going. <laughs> he knows the next few minutes Christ could come. And he's not enjoying his drink, but he's still drinking anyhow. Because he's stubborn and rude. Hey? But this other guy he doesn't know, so he's just fool. Let's have a party. Well, I can't enjoy the party. Because I know the truth. But anyway, 
can you please get a word from the Lord? What I just heard is not from the Lord. Please give me a word from the Lord. And so, come on. Oh, I know. Is there a prophet around here? No, no, no. But there's one somewhere. He's in, he's, he's in a prison. Well, where, where is he? He's in prison, in jail. I put him in jail. What, what, why? Because he never tells the king what he wants to hear. Oh, go get him. Oh, sure, get him. And they said, now, look. Look. Don't be a straight lace. Please. Join the rest of us. Don't be a phobia. Everybody said, go. Tell the king what he wants to hear. Would you please? Come on. Tell him what he wants to hear. Because 450 says, okay. And you won't be in jail anymore. And you'll be free. Get all the hot dog you want. And all the pizza. That's what they told him. They're priming him to change the message. To change the message. And change the word. Change everything God says. It's up to his integrity now. Is he valiant for truth in the midst of violence against truth? Are you valiant for truth in the midst of a world that's violent against truth? Here's a test. What are you going to do? He said, oh, all right. I'll go. And he, he mocked and says, well, tell me. Tell us what the Spirit says. He's mocking now. Go up to Gilead and prosper. You know what he did? He jumped right about slapped him in the face. Pow, pow, pow. Why did you hit me? He said, how many times must I tell you? Tell me the truth. He just did. For the first time he heard the truth. Hello? He knew that he's lying to him. He said, look, God told me to tell you this. If you come back alive, then God didn't talk to me. Thank you, sir. Church, I want to tell you something, folks. My wife was one time teaching a Bible study. And I don't blame people for saying this. And she's teaching the truth about the Bible in this city. And the lady said to her, or the family said to her, Okay, if you're so right... How come nobody else believes this but you? Is this politics? Is this the poll we take to see which way the wind is blowing? This truth matters? She said, now, well, how about the Ark of Noah? Only eight people on that Ark. What was the message? Rain! He's coming. Do you know how many sons of God perished in the flood? Read your Bible. There are no sinners. There are sons of God. They were not valiant for truth. They would not stand with the man of God. But they stand with the crowd. The famous men. The popular people. And they did what was right in their own eyes. And they were missed when God said, get on the boat. I want to ask you, church, are we valiant for truth? I think about the young prophet. The Bible said that young prophet, come again, Caleb. I'm going to use you. That old king who calls the spirit of the church. God said, a prophet, a young prophet, come here. Sit over here, please. Sit over here. You are the false prophet now. You're false. And God ain't talking to you. And God quit talking to him. And God get this young prophet here to go talk to the king. Come here. Go tell the king, I saw the altar he built. It's wrong. It's causing Israel problems. And by the way, when you go there, don't eat with them. Don't drink with them. Don't fellowship with them. Don't go home with them. Come back another way. Mm. Church, are you, listening? you guys listening? I want to tell you guys, there are three groups in this church. You're one of them. So am I. 
We are one of them. God said, do not fellowship them. Avoid them. Come not with them. You understand? Like I'm not with Ahab. And so you know what happened? Come here. He did what God told him, and the miracles happened. And some boys went and told the false prophet. You should have seen a young man, a man of God. Man, he spoke, and God confirmed it. And the altar rented, and miracle. And the king tried to hurt him. And when the king pushed his hand out, his hand shriveled right up, dried up. And he prayed, and his hand came back out. And, I mean, it was a tremendous miracle. Hey, church, God, having saved the people, turned around and destroyed them. There is no eternal security in Pentecost. There is no such thing as once saved, always saved. Mm-mm. He that endured to the end, the same shall be. I'm preaching truth to you, folks. Now, you, you can you can get lying prophets if you want to, and give you lies if you want to, because they take all those lies in the city, but they're lying about it, my friend. If I backslide, I lose my soul. Kingdoms for overcomers. He overcomes shall. You know what, church? This guy trying to obey his elders. Come here. He says, you know what? Come on with me. He says, I can't come. God told me not to. Oh, but I had a dream and a vision. And God showed him a vision. You were doing all that stuff. And you must come home with me. God, an angel talked to me. But God told me not to. Oh, man, I'm an old prophet like you are. Come on, boy, you don't understand. Come on. Come on with me. And he went home with them. Hello. And God is angry. He sat down and had a meal with them. And just about, get ready to get up. Come here. For the first time, a lying prophet told truth. God will use anybody anytime he wants to, even the donkey if he has to. <laughs> or a raven. Having nobody to use because this guy's backslidden the half truth. Hello? Disobeying God. Falsifying the ungodly. Huh? When contrary to God's word, when somebody changed it and said, God changed his mind, God don't have no, what do you call this word when he changed his mind? Interim speech. Or an addendum to what he said before. God told you what? Let the church say amen. amen. And so God didn't change his word. He lied. The Bible says he lied to him. Under the auspices that he's a prophet. Let me tell you, church, I could cast us. 10,000 demons, that don't mean I'm right. I could cause the blind to see, that don't mean I'm right. I could cause the cripple to walk, that don't mean I'm right. He exalts his word above all his name. You change that word and you are out. I don't care how many miracles you work out, how many signs you follow, how many demons you cast out, my friend, because the Antichrist will do better than that. Lying wonders. But he can't tell the truth. Church, look at this, folks. You know what happened? He didn't die. You know who died? He died. This man prophet says, You are a disobedient prophet. God said, You disobey my voice. And this is this lying voice. This is the guy talking to him, the guy who lied to him, trying to judge him. Can you imagine that? That's kind of crazy. Hello, hello. And so now, when you go home, you won't get home because you're going to die on the way. And he got up. You thought he would have fell to his knees and start praying. He didn't. That's how messed up we can become. So messed up. Let me tell you, we're called United Pentecostal Church. That doesn't impress God. In heaven, there's only a bride. <laughs> and her name is Mrs. Jesus Christ. She took on His name, not denominal names. Because you're messed up. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm the it is. He turned His law. A doctor, he can mistake, he bears it. The dentist, he 
pull the wrong tooth. That preacher put you in acre fire. You gotta check this thing out, beloved. You only have one soul and one chance and one life. Make sure you did it right the first time. And get in and stay in. And let no man dethrone you. Let no man unfuck you of the down. Let no man remove your name, church. I'm going to talk to you from the depth of my heart. Be valiant for truth in the time when people are angry at truth. And when he went outside that door, the Bible said, an animal came and slew him and did not touch the obedient donkey. God can bless this fleece and not bless around it. <laughs> God can fire an arrow and get his man and not hit anybody else. Before I close, thank you guys. I feel so sorry for people who have no care that truth is being changed into a lie. That the word is being handled deceitfully. I've had supposedly oneness people come and argue with me about the word forgiveness and remission of sin. See, it doesn't matter. I said, what? Truth do you go to? You want me to call you brother? See, it's for the lies here. Every backslidden person was deceived by Satan. Because Satan cannot overthrow a child of God. Because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And God gave us power to cast out devils. God gave us the armor of God. So only self-deception is worship God. Don't you care that others are corrupting the Word of God? Why shouldn't I care? Let's worship God. I'm asking this church, God looking for this church to be guided by the truth of the Holy Spirit. God wants a people that speak truth with the inward parts. He wants a church that acknowledges truth. Know the truth. Establish the truth. Love the truth. Obey the truth. Walking in truth. So I said, Pastor, I'm going to vow to God. Can I go break it? I said, What are you asking me to do? Come an abomination? I didn't make the vow. You did. You're asking me to break what you settled with God? No. I don't have that power. Pastor, can I ask him, church, because I just feel tired tonight? You're the wrong person. I will not partake of your sin. You do what's in your heart. You, you, you be responsible for your own sin. Amen. Praise the Lord. But if God threw out angel, he could throw me out too. If God whipped the hand of David for a number of those people, he could whip my heart too. Let's worship God. The Antichrist have a heyday for people who obey not the truth, love not the truth, change truth into a lie. And three things I want to point out to you before you go. I want to give you hope this morning. Don't you ever lie to your kids. Because the world won't. The world won't. And they'll hate you before they die. And they're great. Going down, they'll hate you. That you lied to me. Now, let me pick on something now that I don't know why God wants me to say this to you. I would never tell my kid that Santa came down the chimney. It's a lie. It is a lie. Train up a child in the way it should go. And if that's what you're going to do, friend, you know they're going down the road called lies. 
Let's worship God. <clears throat> Ladies, if you were these things in this church, don't don't the saints, not sinners. Don't the saints right now, because God doesn't care what sinners do. Sinners can do anything they want to. But the Bible says a man must not put on that which pertains to a woman. And now you can see why. Or a woman pertain put on that which pertains to a man, you can see why. It's where it led to? It has arrived. Huh? At same sex. God wanted distinction between the genders. You trying to tell me not to preach it to you, saints? You're crazy. You trying to tell me I can't tell you that? That's your prerogative. Nobody have to be saved if they don't want to. Nobody go to hell and heaven by accident is by divine desire. Hello, hello, hello! You're going to go to heaven and you're going to dress his garment, not yours. The royal robe is already decided. You can't change it, honey. It start down here in church. The church is the gate to heaven. Hallelujah! Jacob had to change. Not God. Jacob had to change. The change was Jacob. He was the liar. He was the one that stole. And God changed him. And changed his nature and his name. Amen, church. Don't judge a church by size. Don't judge her by her culture. And don't judge her by her racism. Ooh. Anybody who practices racism, you're bound for hell. You can't miss it. Because you don't create people, God does. And you have no ability to tell the Creator how to create Jack and Sue. He said, I am the potter. And everybody else is a clay. Let's worship God. Three things that you write on church, and I don't want to have it happen to you or me. Every day I'm scared to death from my own soul. He said, no, Pastor, you shouldn't be afraid. Well, you know, fools rust and where wise men don't. The 18th chapter, 2 Chronicles, and verse 17 to 21, God says, who will go down and deceive Ahab? In other words, tell him a lie. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. Who will go down and persuade the whole world to believe a lie and embrace the Antichrist? God says, I will. In two cases, God says, I will. Because they have no love for truth. And the last one, Isaiah 6 to 6 and verse 4, God says, I will choose their delusion. Let us stand. Now, church. I don't know about you, but every pastor is like every parent. Every every married couple would love to have children. You know, and I'm a kid. My wife and I, we got a lot of kids. You know, my wife and I, come here, honey. Come on, please. We got a lot of kids. All right, come on. Let's show them our kids. We still wear diapers. <laughs> we change each other's diapers. Here we are. <laughs> this is my baby right here. Every so often, you get, you know, hallelujah, some pacifier. She pacifies me too. I'm more tougher than she is. Hello, I need more babysitting than she does. But I like when she babysit me. Come on, honey, babysit me, hug me. Uh, that's the only baby I got to worry about. But hey, if you got children, folks, you want them to be saved. And all the truth can save them. You know, I know of preachers who will preach sermons and sermons, and their kids are not saved. What? What? If we try to save anybody, save the house first. What? Save the house? If you plan to have children, pray night and day that they'll never be lost. Because you did not bring in this world to go to a devil's hell. And the last thing you want to do is follow in your steps if it's not going the right direction.
Action! I'm going to show you how a hypocrite behaves. In psychology, this is how it works. They're hunting the bear, and the bear put on his shoes this way. So he's walking this way, but the steps are pointing that way. I understand that. You never know which way they're going. Hallelujah. The most dangerous time in parenting is when your child goes to a function and you're not there. They have to decide between the voice of their peers, the voice of their parent, and their own decisions. What is truth? What is truth? Son, you too have to repent of your sins. Daughter, if you do this, this is going to happen to you. I don't want to hear it. But you can't judge me in the future so I didn't tell you. I try to tell you. I try to stop you. I try to give you what's best and right. It may not be tasty. I got more sickness lived in England and Canada than in the Caribbean. Because at first, I spent a few years with my, with my, my mom's sister before we went back to England to help my parents. But, you know, Sister Neil, every morning, she had a deadly venom thing you drink. It's the most abominable drink in my life. We had to drink it and smile before school. Never had one pimple in my life. Never had any disease of any kind. Disease come and leave, but never got us. But what she was putting in our system was purging our blood. <clears throat> it purged us. And I swear to God, when I get older, I want to quit doing those things. You know, I, you know, I just some things when I'm, I don't know, which I, I said when I get older, I will never do those things again because it, I hated it. But church, it kept me healthy. Only truth will set you and me free. One of these days, either I'm going to see your coffin or you're going to see mine. And the question is going to be, where did they end up? <laughs> That's when this service makes sense. Shabahaka. Huh? That's when this church makes sense. When it's all over. There are out there to get you and me false gods, false apostles, false prophets, false brethren, false minister, false Christ, another gospel, another spirit, another gospel, another doctrine, another way. Which way will I go? God took a chance on me. I'm telling it right now. When God said, go to Bank Mary and preach. What a chance he took. What a chance he took. Tell me to go to Bank Mary and preach. I could change the message. And you would know it. You would not know it. Would you buy his right now? There are three kind of churches in the book of Revelation. Lukewarm. Cold. And hot. In the Bible, Smyrna was hot for truths. So Philadelphia. Sardis was cold and dead. And lukewarm was Ephesus, Laodicea, and Pergamos, and Tyra Tyra. They were sitting on the edge. You didn't know where they really belong. Are you ashamed of this church? Are you ashamed of this minister? This ministry? Are you embarrassed by the fact that you're talking tongues? That you're baptized in Jesus' name? Isis would like to know. And the devil would like to know where you where you really stand. What do you believe? You're one of those 
churches in McMurray are changing their names now because they're too embarrassed to be identified with apostolic talking in tongues. Are you? The name of Jesus is not very popular. It's hated by all nations, all kindred. I want to ask you this morning, which side are you on? What is truth? Truth is Jesus Christ and His doctrine. I'm calling somebody this morning. If you have not yet repented of your sin, you need this morning to repent, not to me, but to God. Ask Him for forgiveness of sins. If you said you have no sin, you just deceive yourself. But if you confess your sins, it's faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. And then he says, if you really believe, then you should repent and be baptized by full immersion in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of sin, not forgiveness. Remission. It must be done not in Father, Son, Holy Ghost, not by sprinkling, but by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, Pastor, that's not very popular. It doesn't matter. It's right. Are you baptized in Jesus' name? Fill the Holy Ghost. Everybody who filled with the Holy Ghost talking tongues. Is there anybody here this morning? I guess there's no one for that situation. But I can't tell you except Christ is your personal Savior and tell you that you're born again. That's be a lie. That's not what the apostle said. He said, repent and be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the promise for you and your children. I preached you the truth this morning. I'm trying to tell you, it doesn't matter which God you believe, how many gods you believe, and what Bible you read, or what doctrine you embraced. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go to church and who you fellowship. It doesn't matter what you wear and what you don't wear. <laughs> church, how about you? I'm asking you one more time, church. Where do you stand? We got an altar right here. It's the best friend you'll ever have, the altar. On your job, are you ashamed to confess you belong to a church like this? To your family, are you embarrassed to confess that you belong to this? Faith? Because the mayor don't come here and the doctors don't come here and the lawyers, but the poor and the not so famous. Those truth matters. What are you embracing? God's calling you right now. How much change would you make for truth? What change would you make? You can only be blessed and have peace and rest as you give Him your body and soul. Come on, I don't care if you're backslidden. You can.